0: Hello, everyone. This is John here, and we're just about to get the webinar kicked off. Tonight, I've got a lot of things to show you. Um, I've been working on a lot of stuff over the last couple of weeks, and uh, especially even the last week. Hey, Joseph. Thanks, man. Thanks for hopping on. Let's do a quick sound check before we get started. Make sure you guys can hear me loud and clear and uh, see me. I'm going to show you my screen in just a few minutes, but if you can hear me, let me know. Thank you, Mia. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Robert. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and put the, sometime. I'll go ahead and put uh, all the comments everybody can see. So tonight we've got a lot of things to talk about. I'm going to show you some things and uh, just kind of, a little bit of the state of affairs of what I see that's going on here in the industry. And, uh, you know, uh, we've got some good news. President Trump today said that he's going to allow the states to start opening maybe a little bit more as they see fit. So that might be good news for you. It might be bad news for you if you happen to have a governor that leans more toward, um, well, the side of not opening things up, um, which that's kind of where I'm at. I'm in Colorado. They, uh, but, but who knows? But at at any rate, I'm going to show you some cases for both. If you're not going to be open yet or if you are open or things are about to be going on, I'm going to show you some situations for both. Um, Also, I'm going to be uh, talking about uh, just, you know, some uh, little bump at the end of the webinar. I'm going to kind of go over a little bit of SEO kind of seven mistakes that I see cleaners make quite a bit. Next week, I talked about this a little bit on the cleaning marketing group. I decided to go ahead and launch an, a new SEO course. I haven't done one in two, three years, I think probably at least three years. And uh, so it's high time that we go ahead and do something for SEO. But the other neat thing that I started thinking about and even reading through some of the SEO you know, groups and stuff is that right now it's a big opportunity because there are a lot of cleaning companies and a lot of your competitors who are canceling SEO services, right? So what does that mean? That means that they're getting some of their links probably removed that maybe that SEO company has built or some of the uh, things that they've had building up isn't going to be going on this next month. So a lot of lag and even opportunity for you to hop on and, and do this type of stuff. And yeah, I mean, I I've done, I've been doing SEO. I was probably uh you know one of the first guys in the industry that actually stood up and said hey guys you need to think about ranking on the internet and guys would look at me weird and go huh what do you mean and you know that was oh uh, maybe 2007 2008 you know and several seo courses i still do seo for a few people but i i take on very very few you know, situations for that. I'm not really looking for new clients for that right now, but I'd love to teach it. I mean, I love to teach. I like to teach more than anything else. That's why I do Hitman advertising, right? But that's what we're going to be doing. And this is a good chance for you guys, because one, uh, you've got the time to be able to invest in doing some of this stuff. And two, since you've got that opportunity because of some of your client or some of your competitors aren't, doing SEO, maybe maybe they decided, well, we don't want to spend that $1,000 or $800, whatever this month on having that SEO done, then this is a golden opportunity for you. So we're going to be starting that next week. So look for information about that coming up. But at the end of this webinar, we're going to start and even talk about a little bit of things that I see, the seven mistakes that I often see cleaners make. So we're going to be going over that. Um I'm gonna go ahead and show you guys my screen. Uh, Well, first, let's go ahead and and talk about this. I mean, uh, services that are doing good and services that are doing bad, maybe even preface everything with that from the talks that I've had from cleaners just all over the place. I'm finding that uh, sometimes carpet cleaning, tile cleaning, even maid services are Kind of hit and miss as far as whether they're doing good or not, and some of it might depend on your city or your state, and it might depend on how maybe how scared your your community is of the of the whole virus thing, right? And for some of you, I've that I've talked to, you're you're not doing well if you're if you're mostly a uh, carpet cleaning, even maid service or tile cleaning company, um, those you know upholstery cleaning, those aren't really on the top of everybody's mind right now. Now, the services that I see still doing well, and this is something to take note of, because if you, and this isn't every single case, but mostly doing well, are services like uh, area rug cleaning, okay? Yes, because you can, especially if you offer it to your client, to where you can um, come in and pick up the rug and not have to actually see them, a contactless service where they leave it on the porch or the garage and you go in and you do all the communication over the phone or over email or text or whatever. still recommend that you get something signed or at least to okay something over email or text, that type of thing. Because by the way, and I'm not an attorney, so I don't, you know, don't, I, I can't say this for sure, but from what I understand, even something over email or over text that somebody agrees on is still some kind of a legal document. Again, i don't quote me on that. I'm not an attorney, but that's what I've understood in the way I've done my business some of the time. So, so yeah, area road cleaning, but pressure washing also seems to be doing really, really well because it's spring and there's people wanting this stuff done, right? And they're kind of like, geez, I can't get it done. And well, yeah, you can, you know, and you can even do it without having to see us. We can do all this over the phone. We can do all this that way. Now, the other thing that still seems to be doing good are people that are marketing deep cleaning for commercial. And I know of a lot of janitorial companies I've talked to lately that are doing, still doing well with that. Basically they're, they're marketing either on Google AdWords or, or LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm going to talk about that and even show you some examples of some things that you guys can be doing in just a minute. But, but yeah, there's still, cause, cause restaurants that are going to be opening are going to need that. Uh, dentist offices chiropractors, uh, anybody with a waiting room too. The other thing, guys, if you do upholstery, anybody with a waiting room is gonna need uh, chairs cleaned and upholstery cleaned, right? So uh, keep that in mind. Something something big to think about to, to market to them, to show you some avenues of, of doing that in just a few minutes. But that's you know kind of what I'm seeing right now. I do know of guys that are doing uh, you know deep cleaning that are doing well, that mostly do janitorial, but now they're even doing janitorial with a little bit more mentioned, maybe even a lot more mentioned in application of a sanitizer, you know, that type of thing, or guys that maybe didn't used to do a whole lot of pressure washing, but did it a little bit, but now they're almost predominantly marketing pressure washing strictly because that might be the only service that they're really booking very much of. Same thing with area rugs, and I'm seeing a lot of that. So what you kind of need to do is shift gears a little bit and think about the service that might be a little bit more uh, prone to get you hired. And, and not that carpet cleaning and maid service and tile cleaning can't get you hired, it can. It's just, yeah, I would probably do a little bit more marketing of some of the other services in the meantime. The other thing that's going to be coming though, but so let me back up even with that statement for some of you who, you know, well are about to be open. Maybe you haven't been open yet, or maybe it's about to, you know, uh, to where you, you can't, you don't have a stay at home order and your business is essential at that point. You know, California, I'm thinking, uh, even New York or, or Washington, the floodgates are about to open up and they're about to open up soon. So what do you do? How do you communicate that to your client? So we're going to talk about that and show you guys some things for that. So let me go ahead and show you my screen and we're going to go ahead and get into some things that I wanted to show you. Um, just a little bit of housekeeping. I know everybody, uh, If you're part of my ad club, you have access to this site right here. You can browse either by going to the different categories or you can click on the different tabs here. To get any graphic design, you can either do it yourself. We've got a free program that we give you. The link to that is over here. It's also in the Getting Started down below. Also, you can fill out a form and we'll design it for you um just give us a day or business day or two or three and we'll get that done for you we also give you huge discounts on getting printing done what i've been doing lately for everybody for printing because you have to fill out that form and we'll get do it for you the the service fee that we were charging for a little while currently we're we're not charging that it was a five percent of the total order or minimum ten dollar I haven't been charging that the last uh, couple of weeks for anybody so if anybody does need any postcards done brochures a lot of guys have been getting some different things like that done so um, oh yeah thank you Mia appreciate that yeah Mia actually used we we and the other thing we need to talk about with that as well I'm glad you brought that up Mia is um, right now uh, got print is one of the printers we use a few different printers by the way got print is one of the probably the most often used printer that we use because sometimes they have the cheapest prices on on postcards and brochures um, they're not doing the mailing service right now but we can get it done because our mailing service departments in California but they can either print it for you and send it to a different mailhouse that we use for certain specific stuff and that's what Mia is referring to she actually just recently used our mailhouse and Josh is great he's the head guy that we talked to at the mailhouse over there so we can print it through God print. Send it to the mailhouse, and they'll actually mail it out so we can still get that done a little bit more lag time than normal because of obvious reasons, uh, but got print still is printing the mailhouse is still working if you need to and you're in a hurry by the way, the mailhouse might be a little bit more expensive for the printing, but they can print it and mail it but normally, your cheapest route is to get it printed through got print the normal printer and then have that shipped to the mailhouse and they can mail it or Got print can mail it too, depending on the situation. And sometimes too, if you're wondering about what to do, just ask. Just email me and say, "Hey, John, this is what I want to do. What's the best way to do that?" That's always the best thing. You know, sometimes there's a lot of confusion when somebody starts to think, "Well, I can I can mail this this way," and then I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. That might not be the smartest thing to do because it might cost you too much, right?" And my thing is, I don't want you to spend way more money than you need to spend on any any mailing, right? So, so thank you, Mia. So. So keep in mind, yes, we can still get stuff mailed out, just a little different, you know. but we're making things work, we're getting stuff done, right? So we've got that going on. So um, what I wanted to show you guys first and really go over is, and you hear me talk about this all the time, so this is no big surprise. I'm gonna go ahead and turn my camera off, that way the bandwidth is maybe a little bit better. Marketing to your past clients is going to be still one of the first things that I recommend. Anytime I'm ever in my cleaning business, I'm ever backed into a corner and business is slow, the first people I ever go to is my past client list. And I mail them something in the mail and I send them an email and I post something on Facebook. And by the way, the response rate for that is probably in in that order as well. I usually get the better response rate uh, from the mailing, second best from email, third best on Facebook, right? So, so yes, I recommend that you get something together to send your current clients, the people that you've done, not everybody, but the people that you've done business with over the course of the last year or so. And, and this is one postcard that we've actually got. I'm going to show you. I've also got an email too, that I'm going to show you that's based on the same type of thing, but it basically says, you know, yes, we're open And it says, you know, why is now the best time? And obviously you're going to give them a special offer. Don't get bogged down, do whatever you want. If you want to do 20%, 10%, I don't care. It's just give, it's just there to give you an idea. Uh, that doesn't matter as much as just for right now. And you might not even want to do much of a special offer all up to you. Keep in mind, obviously, the better the offer, the the better response that you get normally. Um, I've got two different sizes of postcards. This is important to talk about too. And again, if you're wondering what to do, email me and ask me, hey, John, what do I do? And I'll tell you the best way to mail something. When you're mailing a postcard, you've got several different options. Now, a four by six postcard is a smaller postcard, but for your if you're mailing like first class this is your best bang for your buck because that's a standard postcard stamp which right now is currently 35 cents right but if you go an inch taller than that or wider than that you're going to spend 49 or 50 50 cents i I can't remember it's 50 or 51 cents but you're going to spend like the regular postcard stamp unless you get it bulk mailed okay so that's the thing there's with the post office we're dealing with the government right so there's a lot of ifs ands buts and T's to cross and I's to dot, right? So you do, you know, but that's why we have the different the different sizes. So if you're going to be mailed, why well, I even mentioned this, is if you're going to be mailing it yourself, you're, you don't, you're not wanting to use a, a mail house or you just want to mail it yourself. These four by six might be your best bet, right? You can get a 35 cent postcard stamp. You can mail these small postcards out by yourself. And if you're only mailing less than 500, this might be your best bet and your best bang for your buck. Right, it's four by six. You put a postcard stamp on there, you put a label on there. We can print it up here, and we do a thousand of these for you for around like 30 bucks for the printing, 30 35 bucks, something like that. Nice, full color, beautiful postcards, glossy, and, and everything like that. Right, so you put the 35 cent stamp on there, and you're sending these out for about 37 cents a piece. Right, but now if you have a uh more than 500, you probably want to do now you could still do this. And it's gonna be a little bit less than 35 cents if you get the printer to do it or the mailhouse that, that we just talked about to do, but you um, but but not much less for first class, you might wanna go ahead and do a six by eleven, which is a lot bigger postcard. The printing's gonna be a little bit more, but the f- neat thing is is since you're gonna be mailing a bulk rate, the postage is only gonna be around 28, 29 cents a postcard but you have to be mailing over 500 and, you know, all of that to be able to get that to happen. And the mail house has to mail it out for you at this point, the mail house, some, usually it's got print, but this is a six by 11 inch postcard. So it's bigger. Usually the bigger postcard is going to get you a better response because it gets seen more right and here. You can actually put a picture of your van. And by the way, guys, the reason why sometimes guys will turn in a design and go, Oh, I don't want my picture of my van in there. I'm like, Oh, well, you got it. The whole purpose of that isn't just for me to show off my van and my my, my picture, it's to show you that you really should have something in that mailer to show your presence, to show you, to, to remind you, oh yeah, this guy, you know, or or if you're not the spokesperson, whoever is, is, we're just a, a picture of your crew, maybe a picture of the front of your shop, something that says us, right? You really need to have some type of a picture that says who you are really to to get the better response for this. So anyway, those are the two options. Again, the four by six option is best if you've got less than 500. That's what I would recommend. More than 500, you might wanna go with the six by 11. The six by 11 though, I mean, like I said, you could do it yourself too if you wanted to do that, but you're gonna spend probably 50 or 51 cents For first class. If you want the printer to do it, it's around 28 cents for bulk bulk rate. Again, if you're wondering, I know that it gets a little confusing because I gave you about four different options, but if you're wondering what to do, just say, hey, this is how many I'm doing. What should I do? And I'll tell you the best way to do it. So we do also have a flyer. A couple guys asked for a flyer version of this in case you wanted to try fold it and put it into your Uh, into a different newsletter or things like that. We can do that. We might even decide to make this into a self-mailer if anybody wants. We can very easily cross that out and actually put the mailing address on here. But, you know, just to kind of go over, you know, basically, yes, we're open. And it's a reiteration of a letter that we wrote a little bit ago that I'll show you guys. No, I don't know that this would be the best idea for an EDDM. It could be, Mia. Um, uh, I've thought about that though. I, I may make a version of that for an EDDM. Um, right now, probably for an EDM, I'd recommend, I'd recommend one of the spring mailers instead of, uh, the yes, we're open. That's not the, I don't know. You might even want to put a yes, we're open on one of the other spring mailers we've got, but just any of those spring EDDMs with, you know, here's a, here's a spring offer, that type of thing. We're in your neighborhood. That's usually a better, uh, whole, you know, sales message for an EDDM. Uh, but I, I might incorporate something like this this is more just a flyer something to put in a newsletter or pass out or or maybe you work with a uh, carpet retailer or a realtor we got to know a lot of members work directly really closely with realtors this might be a good thing to, to give to them and this is an eight by eight and a half by eleven inch flyer uh, I think we printed like a thousand of these for somebody a bit ago for like sixty seventy bucks something like that for a thousand of these so you can get these and pass these out you know all over the place Um and and have that too again postcard might be the better bet for most people but we've got this just here for another option but you know just yes we're open right now we're slow so here's a special offer we don't normally give these offers we'll give you up to 40 percent off of all these different services and uh this isn't going to go on forever you need to book now You have to call and book by this date. It it stresses that over and over and over again. And again, it's the same message on the postcard and the letter as well. Uh, Let us know if you want uh, cleaning done right away. So the other reason why I created this is because some guys, for some reason, don't really like a letter. They think it's too boring. Well, this is, you can take this and put it inside of an envelope, you know, and send this as a letter as well. So let us know if you want your cleaning done right away or if you want to wait till later in the year. So in a sense, what we're really doing here is getting them to book now and taking A deposit when they put down the deposit, they get to have those big savings, right? Otherwise, they don't really get the the big savings with that. Um, Oh, good, good, good. And yeah, Mia was mentioning that's the other thing we're going to talk about too in just a minute for contacting past clients Um, a voice, yeah, a ringless voicemail drop. And she got a thousand percent response or thousand percent on your investment, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And usually that's a good thing to do as long as you do it minimally. It can be a really good thing to do. And we're going to talk about a couple of options for that in just a minute. But so, so take this same offer and we've got, let me pull up the actual letter. Cause this is where this even started from is the letter that says the same thing. Now, the other thing too, is we have a letter. So why do we have a letter? Because you can send this quickly. In fact, what your, what your best bet might be, maybe, okay. And there's a few different ways to do this is to send this letter okay, to maybe your two, 300 of your best clients, maybe more than that if you can afford it and you can get those together. That way you can print this letter out tonight. You can have it in the mail. I don't recommend that you mail it on a Friday. Probably I'd recommend that you mail it on a Monday. So send it out on a Monday and then uh, you know they, they get this letter. And it's the same thing that's in the in the text and that flyer and that postcard that we just mentioned. You know, We don't normally have these special offers but now there's these big savings. So I recommend that you send them a letter and then send them, you know, a week or two later, maybe two weeks later, send them the postcard, that small four by six inch postcard, okay? And then also during that same time, at the same time of the letter, we're right after, send them an email of the same thing, copy all this text to paste it into an email, just like this, right? At the same time, post the same thing on Facebook, right? At the same time, maybe a, a few days later, a day later, a voicemail drop, a ringless voicemail drop, where you say you, you basically call them and it doesn't ring their phone and it just goes straight to voicemail and it says something very casual that says, hey, you know, hey I was just calling to check up on you, make sure everything was okay. Um, we're doing okay here. Uh, we're starting to get busy. Just wanted to let you know. We sent you something out in the mail. Be on the lookout for it. And if you have any questions, give us a call. Thanks. You know, you probably want to enjoy that with a, you know, this is John with your, your, your cleaning company. Just wanted to make sure everything's okay. We're doing it right here. Just letting you know, we're starting to get really booked up. We sent you something out in the mail to that effect. Uh, If you have any questions, give us a call. We're here for you. You see how non-confrontational that was. And especially if it didn't, didn't actually get to them as like a, a telemarketer, it just got to their voicemail, just very, yep, we sent you something just as a reminder, and that's something smart to do two, three times a year, don't overdo it, your your clients are not going to enjoy it if you overdo it, but just a couple of times a year for important times, and now might be one of those times, right, uh, very smart to do something like that, um, and then uh, the other option is like text messages. Text messages, I think, and I feel like, are a little bit. And when you say David too, maybe some of you guys too. Text messages are probably more intrusive, unless they've given you uh, strict permission and, and you know, uh, dedicated permission to market to them via text. Then in that case, okay, right. But a lot of the times, if I get a junk mail text from somebody like that, I'm gonna, I might go, uh, you know. Now, maybe once every great now and then, okay. But even, let me ask you this, David, on that, legally, do you have to have permission, kind of like an email? Do you have to actually have their permission or, yeah, and it's obviously better, yeah, to get them on a, yeah. You do legally have to have their permission to text. So that's that's, you know, you could get in trouble, you know, in that standpoint. Yeah, you legally have to have their permission. So, but a ringless voicemail drop, you do not, right? you can actually give them that voicemail drop. Again, don't abuse it a couple times a year, maybe two, three times, you know, and, and something like I just mentioned. If you notice that that script, that quick script that I came up with off the cuff, wasn't anything about, hey, we got a special offer for cleaning. No, no, no. It just said, hey, this is John with Premium Carpet Care. You know, we're, we're there, you know, we were there cleaning for you a while ago. Just wanted to see how you guys were doing. We're doing okay. And uh, we just sent you something in the mail just letting you know we're booking up pretty quickly. So if you need anything, any cleaning or know of anybody that needs anything, you know, just letting you know, book, book quick because you know, we're starting to book up. So thanks. Stay safe. Have a good day. You know, something like that. You know, that, that's really going to be your best bet for a voice voicemail drop like that. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so you want to take the same thing again for, for a marketing plan, taking something like this, sending it out as a letter. And again, you don't, this isn't this thing that I'm going to say that everybody has to do. This is probably a good, a good general marketing plan. You don't have to do all this, although I recommend it, but you don't have to do all this. Send the letter, wait two weeks, send the postcard. And at the same time you send the letter, a day or two later, around the same time, send them an email. Also send them an email to the same effect, but maybe a different headline, even two weeks after this with the same exact offer. Maybe the same time they get the postcard around that same time. Post the same information on Facebook. Right, so you see where I'm going with this, and also at the same time give them a ringless voicemail drop that drops to their voicemail. So that's that's going to be a good general marketing plan for this, and really just letting them know you're open. You know, and there's another offer that we've got here too, just to kind of show you guys kind of something different here. Let's see where did this other one go. Um. Well, I think it, yeah, it's basically kind of like this where you're, you're giving them an offer to pre-purchase is a really good idea. You're letting them know you're open. If you call and book now, you have to call. You might want to say you take a small deposit, and get some money in coming in and let them know that you know they get to save this. But the the deadline for this is going to be April 30th or 26th or whatever you want it to be, but coming up pretty soon. And at this point, maybe only the 30th if you're going to mail this out and get this out in the mail fast, right? If you're going to be getting this out fast. So so keep in mind the deadlines, you want to, you want to give them two, at least two weeks, if not even three weeks, maybe, to get that thing booked. Um, we're also working on another variation that I started writing for a couple of clients for um, that's basically sort of along this line that just says, you know, instead of we're open, yes, we're open, but yes, we're open and we miss you you know, right? Because we haven't seen you in a while. And, you know, kind of an I miss you letter. We've had some of those. I miss you postcards. and I miss you letters. And we're going to, we're working on a different version of that for postcards as well. Um, probably, I don't know if it'll be coming out tomorrow, but early next week. So look for something like that coming out soon. The letter I probably will have out tomorrow. So look for that as well, but just kind of a different version of that. Um, and then also, um, yeah. And then also I want to show you some different versions of some letters for pressure washing. This is one that I did um, with uh, uh, an ad club member, Pam, are you on here? I don't know if you're on here or not, but, uh, and she's mailed this out and also sent an email out and did pretty well with this. But basically, uh, you know, why is now the biggest savings on power washing? Because you know, people are thinking about getting this stuff done now. So letting them know that usually you're pretty busy, but you know, now few people are calling. So now we're going to give you this big savings. You're going to get $50 discount off of sidewalk cleaning. And, uh, you know, you're also going to get, um, one, one free concrete sidewalk clean. Okay. I uh, can't remember Oh, $50 discount and free sidewalk is which is given away. So kind of a double whammy free special offer. And uh, so, yeah, just something like this for pressure washing and sending it in an email. Again, maybe, maybe that same process, an email and a letter and then a, a voicemail drop if you'd like to do it that way. Um, that can get you some business coming in and some business coming in quick. And we've also got one for area rug cleaning, which is right here. And it's basically along the same lines. Why is now the best time to get your area rugs cleaned? You know, uh, I got this crazy idea, we've been slow, so I decided to go ahead and put this offer out, buy one, get one free area rug cleaning. Again, if you wanna do buy two, get one free, whatever, you know, or 30% off, whatever you wanna do. But in other words, a special offer, call by this time and uh, you get this offer, but you have to call by this time. And again, this can be an email. Uh, a couple clients sent this out and it's an email, It did pretty good, it could be a letter, you know that type of thing um, can be a, a good idea and be good for that. So, um, yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Like Mia's mentioning when she did that voicemail drop, people actually really liked it and took it as we were caring for their well-being. Exactly. And again, and I'm sure, especially if if they they understood that you were caring for them, it wasn't just a, hey, by the way, now's a great time to get your carpet clean. That wasn't the message. I can, you know, I can assure you, that's not what you said. Um, you know. So you you gotta be very, uh, you gotta be sensitive, you know, to what you're, you know, what you're advertising with that. Um, so, okay, let's go back to, I'm going to show you guys a couple of commercial letters. So the other thing that's going really good right now is commercial. Okay. And commercial in the way of how, how are you going to get in touch with commercial right now? Um letters, obviously, and the thing is, right now, you you can't do a whole lot of going around, maybe in some city, some cities and areas you can, but in a lot of places, you can't do a whole lot of manual marketing, so what do you do, and for me, I don't really like manual marketing that much, I'd rather, you know, market to them through advertising first, and then maybe go to see them, but, but at this point, you kind of really almost have to go this way, um, and it's going to be through things like sales letters, like this one right here, um, through things like LinkedIn, through things like Facebook, believe it or not, yes, you can market on Facebook to commercial. LinkedIn's probably better, though. I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, through phone calls, through even the voicemail drops, you know, thing, things like that. And through email if you have their email, right? And maybe if you've already been doing business with commercial, you have some of their email. So what do you do? Well, again, this is a letter that has also been used as an email. And basically, and this is also something that we would go and tape to doors in an envelope that would say, you know, to the manager, you know, if they if they're not there, if you if you happen to be going around and doing some manual marketing, I know sometimes nowadays you can't, but at least right now in this in the next week you might not be able to, but maybe after that. But but you can do that too. Tape it on the doorknob or to, on the door. It says to the manager, um, "You've got my help." And again, this is just a very heartfelt message um, from one community business owner to another, and you have to convey that. You know, don't take that part out. We talk about that in this letter, but keep that in there. You know, you've got my help in giving your business the cleanest, healthiest environment possible. You gotta have your picture there because you're talking about you and your help, and he's gonna get. you got. He's got to put a a face to the whole message, right? Letting them know that you get a free consultation to find out your options. Now, this particular letter, I don't think I've even. Well, I think I did just post this today. This one's for deep cleaning, a little bit of a variation in the other letter that we had that's just like this that we'll look at too in just a minute. This one's for actual, actually deep cleaning for commercial, right? So janitorial, I know some of you do janitorial and carpet cleaning. Some of you do just janitorial that are guys that are in the ad club. So a letter like this would be great. You can also use this in email. Also post it on LinkedIn. Also post it on Facebook. You know what I'm going to be doing too next week. Um, God willing, as long as I get a little bit of time to do this, I do want to create a video to to these natures as well, either to these or even just to it's spring. So make sure you get cleaning done now, even though the, the virus is gone. I'm going to be doing a new video or two on those two to put on Facebook and even send out an email newsletters you can post on your blog, that type of thing. But so, you know, so here we go, you know, you get a free consultation, find out your options, uh, a free consultation to find out your options, because some of these business owners and managers are kind of going, geez, I know I, I know I need to get some kind of a cleaning. I don't know what to do. Well, you know, I'm going to give you the free consultation. Sometimes times are tough. Your facility is going to be professionally cleaned with sanitizer and up to 50% off our normal rates. Again, if you don't want to put 50% off, that's fine. Put 20, 10, whatever you feel like doing. The more, the better. Um, but you get the idea. So why are we doing this? It's simple. My technicians and I care about our community. You always want to give a reason why. Reason why is one of the biggest things that people do wrong when they're doing marketing. They forget to tell somebody why they're doing that special offer. Um, I don't have a second sequence to this yet, but I'm, well, I don't, I think, well, I think I do in like, um, well, probably not but we do need to create a a a second you know secondary follow-up to this so why am i doing this it's simple my technicians and i uh care about our community we never discount our services like this but i wanted to see if i can help you clean and sanitize your facility during this crisis and then you got to follow up with that we didn't just start doing this yesterday well that's of course you didn't if you didn't but maybe you didn't just get in business yesterday so here's a funny thing too i was going to post this there's a There's a restaurant owner and chef in in Denver, close to where I live now. And they decided that, well, business is like done for right now. And then they called to get some disinfecting services done. And they're like, that's too much. Why don't we start doing that? So they did, right? with no background at all, other than how to maybe clean up a restaurant, which has nothing to do with real professional cleaning. And now they're in the disinfecting business, not to say that that's what you should be doing, but a lot of you guys need to understand that you already know more than those guys did. And they're out doing this as a, as a service and as a business, mostly for restaurants, but, and I don't really know how well they're doing. I just saw a newspaper article to that effect from Denver, but you want to let them know that, you know, in case you don't know me, I'm the owner, of whatever cleaning company. I mean, if you're any kind of a cleaning company, you probably have some type of an experience with sanitizers and disinfectants, right? And this type of thing. So, you know, where you're located or, you know, something like that, letting them know that you've served the area for whatever years, if it's not 22, you know, five or two, or if it's less than two, I don't know that I'd maybe mention the years, but, you know, we service this area, you might want to say that. Letting them know you have great online reviews. If you have at least a few good online reviews, put that on there. And and, and two, tell them to look you up. Quite frankly, you're going to be interested in what we can do for you. Um, and then letting them know, you know, it can be tough, but you know, we're going to give you this discount. And here's what we can do. Some of the big benefits to what they're going to get out of this, you know, is really what are what's listed here. Give some testimonials for crying out loud. You really. I mean, if you don't have a testimonial from somebody that's, uh, you know, a manager somewhere or commercial, you really should get one, um, beg for one, plead for one and just tell them, Hey, I'm sending out a letter and I'm just wondering if I can use you as a testimonial, you know, somebody that maybe is a, a a friend that you've done business with or, or something, but get at least one, if not two testimonials or, or three or four and put the, put that in the letter and, uh, you know, let them know that, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of the problem that they need to solve really is you want to show your clients and your employees you care. So clean office is essential, especially right now. And they kind of already understand this, but you're kind of hitting, hitting on this. Cleaning should not be cut from the budget. And obviously somebody that owns a cleaning company is going to tell you this, but the neat thing that we quickly follow that up with, this is almost a duh, you know, but uh, we're going to quickly follow that up with, but it's almost a duh, you know, like, yeah, obviously, but it's all also at the same time, almost a, yeah, I know, but, you know, but you also answer that with, in back of this, um, you, you'll get the clean, you know, what, whatever your budget, we can work with you. You know, maybe they're calling and get, maybe they're calling and go, I only got a hundred bucks. What can you do for me? Well, you maybe give them a, a thing that they could do beforehand and you spray some sanitizer. I don't know. But, but you know what I mean? Just you want to get the conversation started. You want to let them know that you can help them, whatever the budget is, but obviously they have to have, have to have something in the budget. They can't just call you and say, well, I don't have any money. I need it for free. Well, that's nothing in the budget. They need something in the budget. You'll get the cleanest building at the budget you can afford and you'll get it without all the hassle. You know, you're not going to give them a problem is really what you're saying there. So it's putting them at ease. Whatever the situation call, you're going to get the consultation. Normally, you know, after hurricanes and stuff, I often charge to go out and give consultations. Um, if, if I had a, a business right now that, you know, um, uh, that did a lot of disinfecting services, sanitizing service, I'd, I might sometimes charge for a consultation, right? But at any rate, we're putting a price tag on that, you know, it's $45 value and then free sanitizers applied to all areas that we clean up to $100, call us, you know, it restresses the offer and lets them know that you want to help. Whatever your situation, just call me, you know, and the other letter that we've got is very similar to this. But um, but yeah, this is just for, for deep cleaning, kind of getting for janitorial, getting your feet in there. And again, don't limit that that it's just a letter. A letter is probably your best bet for this as far as really getting in touch with them. Uh, but But an email could be great a LinkedIn post taking all of this. And yes, it'd be a long LinkedIn post, but whatever. If you want to create a, a video and have this in here or even talk about these things in a video, this might be a good idea, right? Of you talking. Why not? Put that on Facebook, put that on LinkedIn, put in a video on YouTube and then send it to some of these, uh, you know, take the bullet points of this and talk about that in the video. Do this, you know, if if you're doing deep cleaning, this is a very good basic sales message for the reasons why they should get this done. If you follow this as a script, just like this, this could be great for a sales message. Now you might want to still make sure the video is, you might want to shorten it and make sure the video is going to be like a minute and a half or something long, but you kind of get the idea, right? Uh, Let's see here. So I've already showed you that one. Now I did want to show you, I've got a couple other offers. So uh, to kind of show you, where was the one for chair cleaning, let's see, got this one already that we looked at, Um, well, let's use the handy dandy search function here, yeah, so like David's saying, his thought is to send the letter out, then an email, if you've got their email address, and then the voicemail drop, and then send another letter and then actually call them. That's a good process, right? Some of the times you send out, you get a good offer and you send it out and you get their attention sort of and they forget to call you. Well, you want to have that whole sequence. By then they're going, wow, this guy. And then two, the other thing that you got to understand is by going through that sequence, like David just mentioned here, that shows professionalism right? And, and especially professional people appreciate that type of a follow-up and that diligence, right? Sometimes I, I respond to people just because they were diligent with what I, you know, with, with my message. If they just sent it to me once and eh, whatever, you know, and I'm not thinking about it much until the second or third time that I'm kind of going, oh, this guy's kind of making sense and he's pretty diligent. This, this is professional and professional people appreciate that type of stuff. So let's see here. I did want to show you, here's the other one. There's another one for like doctor's offices and people that have, uh, waiting rooms, especially that I wanted to go over. And basically, you know, anybody that has a waiting room, doctors, but not, not just strictly doctors, massage therapists. Um uh for some reason right now everybody medical is coming up but in my mind but anybody that has a waiting room basically 10 chairs if you want to do five chairs whatever if it's a bigger office too maybe offer this you know that actually you know insurance agents and people like this you know chairs are one of the the worst spots but we'll come in and we'll clean 10 chairs for free, five chairs, whatever you want to do. And almost the same type of message that we just looked at, except for it's the whole offer is for chairs. Why are we doing this? Do you know me? I've been in business for a while. Let me explain. Here's some benefits testimonials especially right now cleaning should not be cut from your budget you know we'll clean the 10 chairs free for free it's this much value $200 whatever value you want to put on it make sure you call right away you got to put an expiration date on that thing send it as a letter as well I mean that might be a good email to send to if you have a list of doctors send that to all the doctors and medical people that you know of could be a, a good a good option uh let's see here so So yeah, let's also not, maybe you do have, especially even, well, where did that offer just go? Maybe you've got an offer like this one with the free chairs and you want to help out doctor's offices and dentist offices in the medical community or anybody with a waiting room like this. Why not put that same offer on LinkedIn? Okay, maybe with video or maybe just with a text, right? Put it on LinkedIn, you know, all doctor's offices, whatever. And, you you know, for right now, we want to give you five free chairs cleaned, whatever amount of chairs that you want to do, because we know that chairs are one of the bad, you know, uh, problems for where everybody's touching all the time. So we want to come in and sanitize and clean 10 chairs for you at absolutely no charge. Um, and and put that offer on Facebook. The other thing on Facebook is not everybody is the is going to be in the position of being the manager, but maybe they know of somebody who's the manager, or the you know maybe the doctor or that type of thing. Somebody will see that on your on your friends list. Post it on your personal page. Post it on your business page. Let them know that this is what you're doing to help the community. That's just an easy, quick thing that you could be doing right now. If you're slow, offer something like that up. You know, if nothing else, you'll go in and make friends. But I'd I'd venture to say that there's a really good chance that they're going to also look at their carpet and go, well, can you do the carpet while you're out here, right? It's the free trial offer, right? There's also a good chance that if you say five chairs or 10 chairs or whatever, that they've got 20 or 30 chairs or 40 chairs, right? And then they're going to probably not just want those five chairs cleaned or those 10 chairs. They're going to probably want some of the other chairs cleaned. So a really good offer. To, to put in, you know, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, to in email, if you do have businesses' emails, that type of thing. So that that's an idea that everybody can use and, and put into place, you know, like tomorrow, this weekend, you know, for getting that offer out there on social media. So, uh, you know, keep in mind, you can do that as letters as well. Um, the other thing that I was going to, because we've talked about ClO2, chlorine dioxide cleaning, Um, I've got a couple of things that I wanted to show you guys that I've been working on. You know, one was actually a postcard that I did for a client a while ago that, you know, he let me know when I talked to him a week or two ago, this postcard has been doing great for him, but this is for, he does CLO2, you know, chlorine dioxide cleaning and, you know, and deodorization and if you notice that's the thing some guys were talking to me a little bit ago asking well can you do postcards for you know chlorine dioxide i started thinking what they what they were kind of asking is at least that the way i thought is they wanted to talk about ClO 2 in the postcard you know because you know a lot of times sometimes we're technicians and we think well we want to talk about the techie part of this but if you put you know We'll come in and do CLO2 cleaning and you know disinfectant in your office or in your home or whatever, you're gonna freak people out. Right. So really, I don't recommend that you even mention CLO two. You know, now if they ask for some of the specifics, maybe. You know, there are the techie guys that, that might be your client that might and sometimes are more problem than they're worth, but sometimes they're they're still good clients but but really the whole purpose of this is selling the benefit the big benefit of what this is and it's you know guaranteed odor removal and sanitation in the toughest places now when david asked do i have a follow up sequence to this this is kind of a good follow-up postcard for this type of thing, right? You know, where you you sent them that now this isn't really quite the follow-up postcard yet, but maybe this side and on the other side, something about, you know, we mailed you the letter with the special offer last week and here are, you know, here's the restatement of the offer. And I might do something like that for a postcard for that, Um, but also to probably one in in the letter edition as well. Exactly. But so this is the other side. So again, the big benefit, guaranteed odor removal and sanitation in the toughest places, letting them know where you you do this at daycare in automobiles and vehicles, dealerships, mold remediation, all of this stuff. And then letting them know that the odor removal is guaranteed, which from what I understand from CLO2, you guys that do that and know how to do it well, you can guarantee odor removal. Um, now, maybe more so for, for right now, you might even want to say odor removal and I don't know if you want to say sanitation guaranteed. But uh, but the thing is with with CLO2, like well, we did a webinar on that a couple weeks ago. The, the the CLO2 is going to take care of the odor, but you technically can't, or the, the sanitation, the virus killing, but you technically can't claim that. It has to be something else that you use in addition to it, even though the, because the CLO2 isn't approved by the EPA. We won't get into all the specifics of that. We went over that for a good hour on another <laughs> webinar, but uh, but at any rate, if you do CLO2, you kind of understand that, that you have to use a, something else with that as a disinfectant. But uh, but at any rate, you know, letting them know that old ways of cleaning and sanitizing don't work as well as you deserve. You demand an odor-free environment, upgrading your approach to sanitizing and odor control uh, with the whatever system that you're using. Um, are you tired of odors, you know, and letting them know $25, $50 off, whatever your first odor treatment. So uh, we've got that. Oh, I wanted to show you that other um, pressure wash shoe, but we also just recently transformed this into a brochure. A couple guys asked for that. We're going to be making some changes to this, but I just wanted to kind of put that out there for some of you guys that I know are doing this type of thing that are interested in that. So same type of concept that was in the, uh, what we just looked at, but, but basically, um, you know, you kind of get the idea. It's kind of taking that same postcard, putting it into a brochure right there. So um, talking about pressure washing too, again, since it's spring and, you know, if you do pressure washing, we do have a couple of good pressure washing postcards, EDDM postcards. Now you could use EDDM. You could also use uh, saturation mailing. Again, you're wondering what to do email me and ask me but i think this one's specific for eddm um could be a saturation mail or two but we're in the neighborhood you know pictures of a neighborhood that you clean in uh, a little bit of before and after and on the other side some type of a special offer you know and this is sort of a almost a break-even leader that gets your foot in the door for getting more stuff done that's really what that's all about uh, a little bit of education about the harmful organi- organisms and, you know, how the benefits of restoring the beauty and, you know, a little bit about your company, that type of thing, maybe your vehicle, you know, that type of thing. So, um, but yeah, that was, it's been a really good responding po- uh, EDDM uh, pressure power washing, but that'd be a good thing to think about doing this time of year. Um, and then we're going to have another couple letters coming up. I think I already mentioned that one of them is going to be the, I miss you and then some follow-ups to you know, second in the sequence to some of the um, letters that we just put out. You know, the the second reminder letters and probably even a version of that maybe in this on a postcard like this. So look for that coming out pretty soon here in the next, probably next week. Um, so any questions about any of this stuff that we've covered so far? And then we want to get into the, I've got a, some tips on SEO that I wanted to share with you guys. But if you guys have any questions... Feel free to put those into the Demio chat area and I'm going to go ahead and pull this up and there we go. Can you guys see my screen for some reason? Okay. I see it. Good. It's perfect. <laughs> okay. So we're going to be talking, we're going to be starting a whole new course in SEO next week. Like we talked about, um, some of you might have more time, and, and and getting on top for this type of thing right now would be a good thing, especially. Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. Ads for churches and daycares. I've actually, well, we had one for uh, churches for um, for Easter, uh, and I'll have to look at that. We can maybe adapt that pretty quickly for um, for this, you know, because it's like maybe now you can have Easter, <laughs> you know, all churches are you know, kind of bummed out because their biggest uh, attendance of the year did not happen. Um, but for daycares, almost any of the other uh, things that we've got, but yeah, but then again, it's always good to customize them to say for your daycare facility, that type of thing. With daycares, you definitely do want to talk more about cleaning carpet because now more than ever, you don't want to take your kid to a daycare that's got dirty carpet. So you're wondering, you know, if they don't clean the carpet, or what else is in that carpet, right? What else is on that floor? What else is going on here? So that'd be a, you know, and so many businesses right now guys, just to check off that list, they wanna they wanna get as much stuff done. So yeah, that's a good idea, David um to make a small variation for for those for, for the same letters that we just looked at so okay so let's talk about some of the these are some of the biggest mistakes i thought about this for a bit and thought and you know, when i first start teaching this type of stuff i always like to talk about what I, and even i like to learn about when i first start learning about something is well what are the what are the worst things i can do you know, what are the most common mistakes? What are the worst things that I can do maybe um, to make sure that I don't do that, right? So here we go. One of them, and I'll try to show you some examples too. We'll go over this for a few minutes. Um, duplicate content, right? And what I mean by, mean by that is the same text that's on your site was already on somebody else's site before you copied it and put it on your site. And not that, you know, and yeah, copying text from somebody else's site's bad, but that's not even the bad thing that I care about and that even Google cares about what they want is your site to have unique stuff that's not on somebody else's site. Because wouldn't you agree that if, keep in mind from the very beginning of SEO, this is what you're you're really trying to do is you're trying to say, hey, Google, my site's better than my competitions. My site's the best site in the world that's all about carpet cleaning in Atlanta. If you're ranking number one, that's really essentially what you're telling that's what Google's saying. Hey, this is the best site in the world I can come up with. That's all about carpet cleaning Atlanta. Now, Google knows that that best site in the world does not have stuff that's on that site that was copied from another site in Oklahoma, right? Or or another site in, in Miami, Florida, right? So it's got fresh content that was written specifically for that site. And Google knows, by the way, if you copied your site from another website. So that duplicated content is hurting you. Okay. Um, whenever we start to get into this, I'm going to look at one, one customers, one client of mine's website in particular that had that exact problem. And I haven't asked him for sure if I can share it, but I'm pretty sure I'll say yes. Um, but, uh, but he had that exact problem. So we changed that for him, changed some of his keywords and got him ranking And after several months. And we finally got him ranking. Um, but duplicate content's really bad. And also a lot of times duplicate pictures, Duplicate pictures aren't aren't quite as bad, but still, you want pictures that are ideally fresh pictures, not just clip art pictures that are on every other single carpet cleaning website in the in the whole United States, right? You want ideally you want pictures that are unique that you took with your camera, or maybe if you bought it as clip art, you at least changed it some. And then you put it on your website. They don't want the same exact thing that's on every other site. Right. When you agree that the best website in the world that has to do with carpet cleaning Atlanta has unique pictures on it. Yeah, it does. I guarantee you it does. So the other number two, um, lack of keywords in the title tag. And I'll show you what that means here in just a second. In fact, let's, you know, for practicality, I don't know. We're talking about Atlanta. That's a big city that was near where I used to live. So that's what I always think about um, zero res and citrus. I'm trying to find maybe a local, not a franchise. Here you go. This is one of the first, and then we got Groupon, I guess, AJC. It's one of the first ones. It's not a franchise. Okay. So I can almost guarantee, and I haven't looked at it yet, but in the title tag, I bet it says good things that are to do with the keywords I just typed in. And it does, it says carpet cleaners in Metro Atlanta surprised? i'm not. right? what i am surprised about is what in the world is this thing about okay, nurses and socks. nurses are standing by, uh we can send them some wool socks. okay, well that's interesting. so this but this is an atlanta news. oh okay, good. this is not a cleaning website. at least i don't think it is. it's a guide to carpet cleaning in atlanta. so but still did you see the way that happened though? that that keyword was up here in the title tag and in chrome you can actually see that it's carpet cleaning in metro atlanta and atlanta is a very competitive the your big cities it's going to be very competitive okay so this might be a local let's see and it looks like it is yes and this has already got some of the key things i'm going to tell you about in just a little bit and yes carpet cleaning atlanta look at that surprise surprise i'm not and most of you that know anything about SEO should not be surprised. In fact, that's almost mandatory. So in in your title tag, and that's in the code. So yeah, that's kind of a little, your web designer might have to do it. If you have a WordPress site, uh, you know, when we get into the course, I'll show you how to do that. But um, but yes, that that's one of the things that you need to make sure is going on. The other thing you need to make sure that's going on, look at this, surprise, surprise. This is probably an H1 header. It might not be, I can't see without, I could check it out by looking through the code, but... Um, It's either an H1 or H2 header, and the keywords are there. And they're not exactly like they're right here. Here it says carpet cleaning Atlanta. Here it says carpet cleaning in Atlanta, right? And, our, and then he's got more of the keywords here. Carpet cleaner. Uh, he says carpet cleaning again. Cleaning. Clean upholstery. I mean, probably says Atlanta. Well, let's see. How many other times does he say Atlanta on his page? 13 times you guys see a trend here, right? Atlanta is a very hard keyword to rank for. I, I actually did SEO for a guy in Atlanta years ago, and it took a while, right? Um, but uh, so, so you see, is everybody seeing this, All right? So we said Atlanta several times. Okay, this might be a good. We'll, we'll look at a few of these even just here tonight. But so. So that's, you know, one of the one of the other things to really think about is, is it in the headline? Is it li- listed on the site? Do you have the keywords there? So the other thing that's bad that I see, you know, th- th- that I see a lot of guys do is they go, oh, keywords good. So great. Let's put a million keywords all over the place on my website. And if you notice, he's got it 13 times, but it, he's got it in a very conversational way. Greater Atlanta, Mr. Seams, Atlanta's best carpet cleaner, Atlanta, and, you know, he's got it in, in his headlines, but not in every single headline. I don't know. Is it too much? Maybe. Here's here's where it would be too much. If he only had a hundred words of text on the page, that would be keyword stuffing, All right. And here's the other thing. I Somebody I was just looking at for maybe starting SEO for somebody. Um, they had the word, you know, their keywords mentioned for five different cities and they had it mentioned over and over again in the title tag. That looks bad. looks like you're trying to stuff keywords in. Looks like you're trying to pull one over. So 13 times, is it too much? It would be too much if he only had 50 words of text or 100 words of text. But since he's got, oh, 400, 500 words, maybe, I'd say it's close to still too much, but it's obviously not. You know how I know? Well, he's ranking like number one of the first, if not the first non-franchise website in a big, super competitive city like Atlanta. So, no, it's not too much. So, uh, but if he only had 50 words of text and he had 13, yes. So, that's what I see a lot of times too. Guys will barely have any text on their site and then they'll stuff the keyword in 10 times. Bad, 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 bad. So, don't overdo it. And he, I'd say he's walking the, he's walking the line. <laughs> but it, but it's still not quite overdone, right? Uh, so don't, don't put too many, key, especially in your title tags, especially when you can actually. There's areas where you can put keywords in, like in some of your plugins and stuff. Don't put too many of those keywords in, right? <clears throat> don't do that. So the other bad thing, and I, I don't see this as much anymore, but I still see this: um, purchasing spammy incoming links. Right. In other words, maybe you went on Fiverr and, and said, I can get a hundred links coming into my website. You went, great. How much is that? Ten dollars? Oh, hook me up. Right. That's not good. Right. Now, you know, 10 years ago, that was fine. And that actually helped to rank sites. Even, I don't know, <clears throat> six, seven years ago, might have been great. But nowadays, no, it's bad. So don't do that. The other bad thing that goes on that maybe you didn't know is maybe you did hire somebody to do some SEO for you. And that's maybe, predominantly if not entirely what they did for their quote seo well you got to f- find out where if that happened and, you, and there's ways to do that and we're going to talk about that you know in the coming weeks but um but but you want to make sure that you're not purchasing really any links at all i mean there are maybe some of case some cases where it might be okay maybe talk about some of that but i mean for the most part next to none right if not none uh, but definitely not you know buying 100 links or 200 links or whatever that's not going to help you that's going to damage you so don't do that so the other thing is lack of mobile friendly experience so one quick way that you can a lot of times see is i'm going to shrink his page down and see what it looks like on mobile and it looks pretty decent right this is kind of what it looks like you can do that if your sites responsive it's going to respond by the way when, uh, we'll talk about responsive sites and you hear you know hear that talked about this is what that means see as this is coming in that site is responding to the size that my screen is to the size of the browser you see that and it goes away into different things the menu goes away the picture turns into something different that's more appropriate for that size so the other, you know, so does it look good on various, you know, iPads and, you know, phones and, and everything? Here's the big thing. Um, did you know that at least half of your traffic right now is on mobile for a cleaning company? And I look at the stats for this kind of stuff a lot. It's uh, half of it is. So the other thing is, is this clickable to where I can call you? I'd highly recommend that if you want to sell anything. If you actually want to get some phone calls. But then from from Google's standpoint from SEO... Um, does it look good? And not just pretty. And that's the other thing we're going to talk about. Pretty is hardly, a little bit relevant, but not not everything. But does it look good? Does it respond? Can I read it well on, uh, on a mobile site? And, and it is, right. The one thing that's bad is he's not got this updating to the new year. But that's probably not going to, like, kill you for SEO. Okay. So, yes, that's looking good. Um, and now... Uh, you want to make sure that your site's mobile friendly. That 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 it looks the the text is big enough, the pictures look good. That it looks good on on a mobile device. That it's a mobile friendly website. Uh, another big mistake that I see quite often is you you're not keeping people on your website, right? Um why would you not be keeping people on your website? Cuz obviously you want to keep people on your website, but there's some key things that I see often cleaners do that are not keeping people on websites. And one of the things is, let me even refresh this and we'll if you, we can maybe look at this in a couple other uh, one of the, one of the things is not saying this is called above the fold, right? When I'm not scrolling down, when I first land here, I'm looking at this. If I don't see things that I enjoy, hey, yes, Alisa, for sure, it'll be on the Ad Club site. It'll be on the Ad Club under webinar replays. It'll be probably tomorrow. I'll have it posted on there. Absolutely, thank you. Thanks for hopping on. Um, so, so one of the first things that you want to look at is when when you're when they're here. somebody's not going to scour through your site hoping that they found the right thing. They're going to look right here. If they haven't found it right here, they may scroll down a little bit or they may not, and then they're off, and they're moving on to bigger and better things to the other big Google search, right? Because they know there's other cleaning companies there. And if you don't show them what they need within two seconds, there's a good chance they're gone and they're never coming back, right? So one of the two ways that you can keep them there one, you have to prove that you're from the city that they searched for. Because if, if you're not local, they don't care if you've got the prettiest, most interesting site in the world. If they don't know for sure quickly that you service their city, they're done. They're off to another website, right? So he does say, Mr. Steam, Atlanta, that's kind of small. He doesn't say Atlanta there, mm, kind of small. I'd really, he'd, he'd be better if he had something to do with Atlanta. On, on his van and or up in here, up in here, up in there. But he does say it here, which is good. So as soon as, if somebody does scroll down, if somebody does kind of go, they didn't happen to see that or that, they kind of would come down here and they'd at least see that real quick. That's the first biggest text that anybody would see when they scroll down there. So that's decent. Um, and I'd venture to say that even these uh, franchise sites, like the number one for Zero Res, right? Um yeah, look at it. in the title tag it says Atlanta. Up here it says um, see, and sometimes just because they're a franchise with a huge website, they don't have to abide by all these rules. But probably you're not in that <laughs> in that category. So you do have to. It does say Zero Res Atlanta, but he doesn't have it big and bold. <laughs> uh, but that keeps people here more, right? So he's got that. Um, so then the other thing that you can do are putting like either a lot of interesting text, right? You know, fair and honest prices, view our video. Uh, I'd rather see the video here than make them click. Because if they're not super convinced that this is probably the site they want to be on, they're not going to click this. You're not going to want to get further into a site in hopes. You're just going to back click, Right. And think about that kind of thing the next time you're actually searching for something, and you'll you'll agree with me that that's how that's how you search, that's how you're thinking when you're getting into this type of stuff. So what's going on here? Eh, he has got an interesting, cute picture of a cat. Well, eh, whatever you don't usually see cats vacuuming up upholstery. He's got a nice van. And by the way, any of you guys been to Atlanta? This is a classic Atlanta house, right? This is this is this screams Atlanta to me. That's the other thing too. That a lot of times you guys, um, there's another website that I give an example of. I don't know if Jim thought I saw Jim. Jim A Clean Pro, were you on here? Um, he's got a really neat picture too. That just by by looking at that picture of his vans just says this is this is my area. This is me. So if you can ever take a picture like that of your your vehicle, do it. Um, but if you're familiar with Atlanta, that's a classic Atlanta. Nice neighborhood house. The trees scream Atlanta. The grass that just says Atlanta to me, right? I used to live about a five hour drive from Atlanta and go up there all the time. So, so that, and then, um, you know, a good amount of text. He's got different links for quotes and things like that, which is smart. He should have videos. You know, he does have a video here. So this video can help keep people on here. And, um, You know, just to get the people that love videos are going to look at that and go, okay, this is an Atlanta carpet cleaning video. Again, stressing again, this is Atlanta, this is Atlanta, this is Atlanta. Wonderful, that's me, that's me, that's me, right? is what he's saying over and over again. If they happen to get that far down, he's got that video. So that can keep people on there. So, yeah, he's got a couple of those good elements to keep people on there. But you need something that's going to, that you go out of the way to keep people on there. Talking about the city is one um, interesting pictures, videos, you know, all of that, you know, sometimes even testimonials, that type of thing. But do everything that you can to keep people interested. Enough text, you know, do everything that you can to keep people interested in the site. Which, by the way, too, um, and I didn't even put this on the list, but one of the other big mistakes cleaners make: um, uh, not enough text or videos. Um, we'll add that in there too, but is is not enough text. By the way, uh, you know, wouldn't you agree that the best website in Atlanta would would have a, a fair amount of text on on their pay homepage, either their homepage or throughout the website? It, it wouldn't just have you know 50 words of text and that's it, in a pretty picture. It wouldn't just have two or three pages right? this it's had, Have a lot of pages, a lot of good information. Next to never, have have you ever, let me ask you this. I know I've never done this, but have you ever been interested in purchasing something and went to a website and went, oh, wow. I mean, you were sincerely interested in that one thing, buying one of those things and went, ah, uh, this has got too much information. I, I don't want to read all this. Forget it. I'm not buying. You're not going to do that. Most of the time, it's, I don't have all the information I need. I wish they'd tell me more right? Did they actually do this? Can I actually get that done? Where is that at? Now, there is a situation of the information being mumbled and looking like garbage, which is another big, you know, sometimes problem. The site doesn't have to be super pretty, shouldn't be ugly either, and the information should be laid out nicely, which it is here. It's a little weird with the three columns right here, but, you know, it's nice with the different, you know, um, the different, uh, you know sections that he's got down through here, and he's got the different links up through here. So yeah, it's nice. It's it's done well. So um, so you you want to keep people on your site. You want to give them information. You got to have enough text. You know and it's suggested that at least four hundred words of unique text is is needed. Now that's not a real magical number, but I mean that's just been suggested for any real ranking. So and like we just even kind of mentioned, you know either the website is maybe too pretty, maybe you know too pretty where there's all this flashy stuff, but it's bogging the system down and not letting it load load fast enough, or it's distracting from the real message. I mean, I've seen that as well. I don't think this site does that, but I've seen that. Um, maybe we'll get some examples of that in the future. But the other thing too is too ugly. Maybe it's just absolutely ugly or there's typos in the text, right? That, that's ugly when there's typos and, and misspelled words and, and paragraphs. If you notice this too, every paragraph's for... Yeah, look at this—four lines or less, because it's more digestible, it's more readable. If this was all one big paragraph, you'd go, "Ugh, I don't want to read all that." So it's more digestible. Now, I'm not real a big fan of the color that it's got on top of the blue—that makes it a little bit hard to read. But but you get kind of get the idea. But so yeah, make sure it, it's pretty, but it doesn't have your real goal shouldn't be the prettiest website in the world. It should be the most effective website—a website that sells that's some of the stuff that we'll be talking about, you know, up in the near future. But anyway, any rate, I just wanted to get you guys kind of intro to that, that way you, um, you know, getting your head wrapped around that. Um, but yeah, I mean, these are some of the easy things that are to be fixed, you know, fixing your keywords might be a little bit hard. Um, maybe even adding the text, but some of the stuff you might need to talk to your web designer, um, you know, if I'm already your web designer, from the times we can help you do that type of stuff. If I design the site for you, it's probably you know already done, or at least it was suggested to be done at the beginning. But um, at any rate, just intro with that. But we're going to be starting the course next week, where we're going to have full videos. I mean, two or two, we'll be showing you guys like how to get in and edit your WordPress site if you have a WordPress site. If you don't have a WordPress site, it can be really hard. But um, but but how to edit your title tag and your H1 headers and things like that in WordPress um, and actually how to, you know, put in new text and, and not have duplicate content and exact more examples of spammy links and all that kind of stuff. So any questions so far um, on this before we, before I go ahead and call the webinar to a close, anybody will go ahead and take just a second. Thank you, Joseph. Um, but yeah, and, and sometimes, you know, it's not always a good idea to, I don't know, I guess sometimes it is a good idea to just look through other websites and see. But keep in mind, it's not a good idea to just copy exactly what they're doing or what they have uh, going on. But, you know, it's a good idea to kind of see like those trends. And if you, you know, if you, if you think about, and again, some of the times the franchises, they've sort of got a Google already knows that there's zero res in a lot of the cities across the U S and citrus fresh is as well. But even them, you'll see that probably, yeah, carpet cleaning Atlanta for the title tag, um, carpet cleaning Atlanta here. Right. And I think this is a big franchise as well. Maybe not. Maybe I'm mistaken. Um, a neat, interesting picture. I like that. I like that because it's like a diagram, um, you know, pr- you know, pretty site, good site. Again, I don't think it takes away from the whole, you know, we've got the different services. Um, we do have the, you know, the title tag there. We got enough text. We got an interesting picture. Um, yeah, he's got at least four or 500 words, probably even a little bit more than the Well, about the same, maybe four or 500 words of text, a video at the bottom, um, said atlanta yeah atlanta right here and right there twice i didn't even see it up there first because it was kind of in back of the background but you see what i'm talking about like in the text let's see yeah he's got it mentioned 21 times look at that but again if he only had 100 words of text that would be terrible but he's got enough text where it's not bad so all right guys any other questions comments yeah, we'll be, we're gonna be looking at this, like I said, and how long is the course gonna last? Probably six weeks, um, we'll start it next week, and we'll be having it in videos, really the way I love to do these, and when I've done these before in the past, and they've always worked out well, is we do it in really kind of three different methods of helping you guys learn. One, I'll do video trainings to just show you short videos of how some of this stuff works. I'll also, give you handouts that way some of you guys like to read it better, or sometimes even read it along with it while you watch the video, or sometimes just read the handout while you're trying to do it yourself. And then these webinars, which are mostly for a review. So a lot of times what I'll do is a quick review, and then just a question and answer session, just to go, well, geez, I couldn't figure that out, or let me give me more information on that. And then the question and answer session to kind of, you know, make sure that you're doing all the right stuff with it. So we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into this here in the next coming uh, six seven weeks. So, all right, guys, uh, stay well, stay safe, God bless. We'll talk to you guys next week. Um, And yeah, hook up with everything on the on the cleaning marketing group. We're gonna be talking about a lot of the questions and answers for some of this stuff there too so all right guys the recording will be up probably tomorrow so have a great night